you know, and, and there I was at work listening to all these stories while I'm at work, working, doing something that these Antifa type don't know a thing about because they're still living in their parents' basement playing, you know, super smash bros with their, with their other soy boyfriends. What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, the next episode of the WTH Breakout, episode number 21. That was the third time doing it because I don't know how to talk, apparently. Might leave all of them in. I don't know. You know what? Maybe we will. Or we'll put it at the end as like a little little uh, something fun for the kids, you know? Maybe we'll do a Patreon account and, you know, try oh. and get some money out of this thing. Oh, yeah. A few dollars, get some monster tacos out of it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm Tommy. I mean, you guys know my voice. And then you're Wilson. How are you? How are you doing, Mang? Oh, I'm good. Um, uh, it was a fun weekend. Well, work week for me, but weekend for other people. Yeah, we can't even talk about your work week. How eventful that was. It it got even better. It almost happened again. I and you know what? I can't wait to hear about it off the air because. That that Easter bunny work. Well, actually, you're preparing now for like a scarecrow, right? You're you're like a yeah, scarecrow. Scarecrow. Yep. And I just heard and then that Morticia's back in town. So oh, she is. You know, yeah. It's been a while. It's almost been yeah. a year. It's been That's a year. It. You told me a story about your mom the other day. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> tell just, that story real quick. It's pretty funny. So, in case you guys don't know, her real name isn't Morticia, but we don't like to use her real name. So every holiday, we give Wilson's wife a, a different name based on the holiday. So I think we started that last year with Halloween, right? And we started calling her Morticia. Yeah, that was the first time she kind of came on. She was the the uh, bartender. Yeah, and that was a fun episode. Um, yeah. Well, it, fun, but not It was fun. It, had, it was probably one of my most memorable episodes because of the meaning behind it, because that was... Yeah. That was the day that we went to the um, uh, candlelight vigil for Deputy Brian Ishmael. But we gave um, your wife the the moniker Morticia, which is from um, Adam's family. That was yeah. Angelica Houston's name was Morticia. It's a play on words for the word mortician. And so I was talking to my mom about you you guys and how we went to trivia. And I said, yeah, uh, you know, Wilson and his wife. And I said, your wife's name. And he goes, wait, who's that? And then I said, that's his wife. She goes, I thought her name was Morticia. <laughs> and I started laughing. I was like, mom, that, that's not her real name. That's, that's the name we gave her. I'm all, she's also, you know, Giggles McGee. She's yeah. also Betsy Ross, you yeah. know, and she's like, Oh, and I just thought it was the cutest thing. I was like, my, my mom is like, seriously, what, like a top fan. She, she's, she listens to every episode. Um, she goes, Oh, I was outside mowing my lawn 
because she has a you know pretty big yard out in Oklahoma and she's on her riding lawnmower just listening to you and I chat it up and she goes oh yeah that was so weird that was so funny and I don't know it was the cutest thing hopefully she downloads it on her phone and on the computer inside maybe a tablet if she has one so you know we can get those stats up go to the library download it there go to yeah. Best Buy and go to every single every tablet. computer yeah or tablet the- yeah in reality, that's why I'm more mad about the COVID thing because I I was like, I'm going to go to Best Buy and just go to every tablet and just put like our like front page everywhere. So everyone's like, what is this? I'm or, interested. Or bring a USB on. with like our logo on there and make it the background of every computer. I like the way you think, my guy. That's yeah. good stuff right there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, dude, I haven't checked in with you. How are you doing with this heat, dude? Apparently we're breaking records. Yeah, well, I didn't have to deal with it until yesterday. Yeah, I think. Except for on what day was it? Sunday. I think it was Sunday. That was a hot day, right? They're calling them brownouts now, not rolling blackouts. Yeah, freaking Newsom's a brownout, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and uh, they they decided to shut the the old power off right when it was about the hottest part of the day. And didn't turn it back on again for almost three hours. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Oh, it's only for three hours. I'm all yeah. It was only like 95 degrees inside my house. Well, you know what's funny? Again, Newsom lives like a block away from me. Guess whose power grid he's on? Smud. Yeah, and I heard he bought a house near me. Yeah, I don't think that's going through. Apparently, not. He, he's he's under investigations for stuff, as he should be. But here, here's the thing right now. Here in California, if you guys haven't watched the news because you're sad of watching the news, I think I read it this morning. We have 76 fires happening right now in California. We're basically on fire. And the closest one... Yeah, but one, that doesn't get any news. No, it doesn't because it's not New York or L.A. Yeah. yeah. If it happens in LA, they're oh my gosh, LA. I mean, I'm surprised that the the fire the in, mountains are burning again. I'm surprised the fire in Paradise got any sort of information or you know on the news, but um, I'm I'm surprised that the one in Nevada City has not been yeah. on the news more because it's it's small, but it's destroyed like a thousand over a thousand structures, and 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 that one is bad because there's a lot of trees there. Now, the one that I'm smelling here at my house right now is from uh, Vacaville and Lake Berryessa. And it's pretty bad, but but here's here's what it's like here living in California for all you people that don't live here. So we can't go to restaurants. We can't go to, um, we can't go in our pool or, or, or if you live in an apartment complex like me, you can't go inside your pool. You can't go to a mall to cool off. Um, and like I said, you can't go inside of a restaurant to cool off or even uh you know, like, like, a th- like sometimes people be like, Oh, let's just go see a movie and get out of the heat. Cause we can't run our power at our house. You can't do that. Cause everything's shut down. So everyone is at home. And so they're like, Oh, well, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, cut the power because yeah. the power grid. But what they do is because California is so progressive, they're pushing solar and, you know, wind turbines. So when it's dark, we don't get power when it's not windy, we don't get power. But when it is windy, they shut the power off because it's too windy they shut yeah. the power off because it's too hot so yeah. what they so you're basically screwed so what they do is they go oh well we'll buy power from like nevada how does that work do they ship it know. do they ship it 
do they send it from Amazon or USPS? <laughs> How does that work? Not not USPS. They're uh, they're going under. Yeah, I, and I don't I don't get it. And so I'm like, you you are basically trapping people in their house, and then oh it's okay. Just don't leave your house. Three. It's only three hours. It's only three hours well, the, it, on the website. It says it's only supposed to be like an hour at a time. Right. Well, I talked to a guy who lives in Yuba city and his was out, out for 12 hours. Yeah. And he goes, Ridiculous. and he called him up. He goes, what's going on? Got no answer. Nothing. And also he gets an email the next day saying, sorry for the inconvenience. Thank you for understanding. He's like, no, I don't I understand. No. You know, you know what I found was interesting too. I was looking at it, and when when our power was shut off, it was it was my county, and it was also Sonoma County and Yuba around there, and I think one other county. But what was funny was all these counties, like Sonoma, that's a big county, right? There's a lot of people in that county, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, they had like fifteen thousand people with their power off. Um couple other places had like 20 to 30 you know how much my county had how many Seventy-eight thousand. holy moses you know how many people are in the county how many 180 that was almost half that's ridiculous and and what they're doing is they're they're from what i heard um is a lot of new houses that are getting built they're requiring you have solar so i i i don't know the price of solar i, heard, I think it's like 40 grand but like uh, it's, a, it's a little it's getting more affordable for just panels you can probably uh, like 25 to 30 and i'm not serious saying solar is a bad thing don't get me wrong i think it's great because I, I have a friend who got it on his house and it, it takes a while for it to break even because you got you're still paying for it but um once it does break even your 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 bill it drops Zero. big time but thing is is we can't run directly off solar directly so off that this this is the thing that we've been looking into because we're trying to get a new house and it's a mess right now but hopefully it'll someday go through um but we're looking at solar panels and then tesla has power walls have you seen those is it is it the thing that they plug their car into no well i get i think you can but this is actually just a giant battery that you put somewhere either inside your garage or just outside your house against the wall. But there's um, each one can hold a certain amount of power. And it's said for um, our house that we're trying to buy right now, it would be you'd need like three power walls to be able to power your house for nine days, like everything in your house. So okay. you'd have enough enough power stored up for nine days and how much usage is that is that normal usage or is that conserving i'm, I'm guessing it's normal because i mean on their little checklist it'll say you can run this 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 off of this and it was everything that we would need it checked all the boxes and for three of them it holds like 13.5 kilowatts or something like that i don't know gigawatts yeah but uh you can do that. And then if your power goes out, you run off those batteries. Hmm. So even if it's nighttime and you have solar, you're like, oh, crap, the power's off. No, you can still run off the batteries and still run everything. Tell you what, though, I don't think it'll hold enough power to uh, let us, you know, run our podcast. Like oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to work. And I found out that I get way better internet where I'm, where I'm moving, oh, which is God. weird. 
because it's kind of out in the boonies, but I'm going to get better internet than I do like in town. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have, I have two here at my apartment. I think one was on accident. Uh, cause we have through my Wi-Fi, it's the same Wi-Fi name and we have another one that has a number five afterwards and we're paying for regular, but the other one's 5g. And because originally it was so slow, and then a guy came out and he goes, Hey, I just hooked you up with this. And he goes, Just start logging with the five. So I'm like, Okay. And we, we're paying for the other one. We're not paying, I mean, maybe we are paying for the five now, but I've had it for a long time. Like yeah. I'm talking, I've been here since 2013. Yeah. And we've had this thing since at least 14. So yeah. I'm like, Sweet. Um, I don't have that bootleg stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but forewarning everybody just let you guys know uh today's um there's no real topic but it's just gonna be a complain session by me (laughs) um there's just so much going on right now that i'm just like you know what i'm i'm so done with uh certain people and the way that they're running things and the way that they're acting but before we do that there is something very important we got to get to What's that? I believe it's our world famous segment. Oh. World, world renowned and award winning. It is our beers and cheers. Oh, yeah. Did you actually say it with it? Huh? I, I could have sworn you said it with it. I was like, you nailed it perfectly. I did nail it perfectly. Oh, um, Man, what I do, uh, you know, I would have dropped a, your mom joke in there somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's that was hand, that was Handy's area. So um, today uh, I'm going to go first. Um, I am drinking. Let's just first talk about this koozie that I got. Um, right here is a Thin Line Brewing koozie. Um, I got this from Trivia Night, and. Uh, I love it. I love their koozies. Um, I was so happy when they got it. Um, but I'm drinking out of this. We kind of briefly talked about it. I think you talked about it, Wilson, a couple episodes ago. It is a LaCroix, and it is Pomplamoose, and which I think is grapefruit. Um, it's all right. Um, this is the one my wife got. Um, she gets hers. I get mine. And I was like, you know, it was the only thing cold because I bought my pomegranate blueberry ones, my ahas, but they're, I just put them in the fridge when I got home from work. So they're still warm. So I'm like, I'm going to drink one of these guys and rate this, but it's pretty good. I gave it about like a seven and a half out of 10 for me. It's, I I like citrus stuff, but I feel like this doesn't have enough citrus in it. It, It's kind of plain. It is refreshing though. That's for sure. Um, So yeah, so seven out of 10, but um. Before we get to yours, oh, you got I'm setting you up something with something. Else. I'm gonna set okay. you up with something. Go ahead. Okay, today we have the one and only beer that was named after our podcast. Hazy IPA, seven point one alcohol, twenty three IBUs, whiskey. Tango Hotel. Oh, oh, that was perfect timing right there. I'm also right, drinking I'll it. Cut it off. <laughs> okay. I'm also drinking it out of my thin line 
koozie that is different than yours. I like I that one. Received today. This one, uh, if you watch the video, you'll be able to see it. But it's uh, it's an old play on "Got Your Six," and if you know what that is, then you know what it is. Yeah. If if, if you don't know what that is, you need to get with the times, man. Serious. But yeah. So like we said, we had a a brew named after us, which is like I'm pretty sure bucket list. Like, like we're done. Like, like for, today's, for me, at least this is the last episode. It's been real. It's been good knowing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're just That's kidding. It. Um, no, but I've, I've had the opportunity to try this probably three weeks ago. Um, and then again, two weeks ago, just pretty much through every stage of the brewing process and, uh, and the kegging process. So, um, it's been, it's been fun. I think I was probably actually there when this was like started. I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm I'm probably there for most of them, but um this one is kind of special cuz it's ours. Um so I'm going to give it a taste now. Yeah. He has a smile on his face while he's drinking that thing too. He's giggling right now. You can't see him. So this one, it's uh it's got a good bitterness to it at the end. Um not i mean there's probably some fruit flavor in there but not too much like i like i would assume there would be with the with the hazy ipa um yeah i i like it a lot and i want to give it a 5 just because it's it's our beer so are you it giving is, are you giving it a 5 you said you want to it's but are hard you? it's hard to because you know there's always room for improvement mm-hmm. maybe we can we can change it up next time and make it even better and call it like because right now it's whiskey tango hotel maybe william tom henry next time you know throw oh. inst- instead of the military alphabet throw the the law enforcement one in there well there you we'll go. go we'll go 4.75 okay yeah just to leave the room for improvement because there's always room but yeah, we really appreciate that though. That was that was the that was really yes. cool when I saw that. Yeah. And, and uh we'll we'll get a good good photo when uh if we can show up on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. There's there's a whole sign and everything that says dedicated to I think I still have that. I think I have it on my phone. I think you took a picture of it for me. Or yeah, we'll get a picture with the sign. That that's awesome. We'll yeah. be like rock. We'll be like rock stars. Hey, maybe yeah. we get that autograph you hey, wanted to sign. May, yeah, maybe we'll sign the picture, the the board thing too. And people are like, "Who, who are these clowns?" Like, wait, aren't you the aren't you the pizza guy? I'm like, nope, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Didn't you deliver <laughs> me stuff on DoorDash one time? <laughs> yeah, dude, I did that for a week. Okay. Oh yeah, we're talking about that too later today. By the way, um, no, that was that 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 was really cool and. I don't know how loud that music was. I'm sorry if it was too loud over you, but that was from Thin Line, obviously. Yeah. And we want to thank them again and check them out, thinlinebrewing.com. Um, is it brewing yeah, or brewery? Can... It's brewing, right? Brewing. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check them out. Um, and you know they're doing trivia again this Friday. We'll be there. Um, it's going to be if we can get this out on time. Probably not. Probably but not. if we get it out on time, it's going to be uh, like older cartoons. Yeah, which I'm not that good at, but I'm there for the for the people, for just to have fun again, uh, just to socialize, you know. Yeah, um, and just just so people know too, because they do it every Friday, 
pretty much now. Um, the Friday after this one that we're going to, it's going to be like an adults trivia night, but not mm. really trivia. They're going to play cards against humanity. Dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only time, one time I've ever played that game in my life was with you. How uncomfortable did I look saying some of those things? Try, try playing it with my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did your mom say the words? And she lasted for about two cards and then said, you know what? I'm done with this. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't say that in front of my mom, those things. Yeah, yeah. I looked over at um, our, we have our friends, Brian and Katie. I looked over at Katie and I go, I, I, I can't, I'll, I'll, I'm like this bliss F word. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, then the D word, you know, I was, I was just like, oh, then there's the C word. Uh Oh, I can remember my daughter came to me one time. She goes, daddy, I said the C word to Mo. You said what? She goes, I, I know, I'm sorry. Mo, okay, hold on. How many letters are in it? She goes, four. I go, oh my gosh. And I go, you know what? I'm like, calm, calm. What'd you say? She goes, am I going to get in trouble for saying it? And I go, no. She goes, I said crap. I'm all, oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> What's up? No, you know, it's all right. But, but yeah, check them out. Go online yeah. uh, at thinlinebrewing.com as well. Um, and, uh, like I said, I, I have my koozie, you have your koozie. These koozies are perfect right now for, uh, summer. I use mine every day when I'm at work. Um, cause I'll pop open one of my LaCroix, pop it in my car, go service a store, come back out. It's still cold, even in this heat wave. Um, you know, the, and they're actually pretty good quality. Um, but you know, they have hat shirts and then if you're local, go out there, grab yourself a to go beer. And if you're out there on Friday, um, do trivia, grab yourself a meal and, ha and have some fun. Apparently, I think they might be doing some, what was it like lemon something floats this Friday, but this looked probably oh. come out before that. Um, she told me she got some like Italian ice to put in and lim I think she said lemon sh sherbet or something. That sounds um, delicious. Yeah. You'll have to try it with the sour though this time because they now have the berry seltzer on and it has blackberry in it. So. Okay. Thanks for the heads yeah. up, my man. Yeah. But, and also I don't want to let it go unknown. Um, that was also brought to you by MSR arms. So make sure you check them out, especially now that I think we're kind of in freedom week number two, kind of somewhat. It's just really hard to find magazines. So uh, ninth court circuit, or Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, did I say that right? Uh, they overturned the uh, ban on high-capacity magazines, said it's unconstitutional. So at some point, you're going to be able to buy those high-capacity magazines. I, th then I think you can right now. It's just it you can't find them. I know, though. Just, just like last time, they sold out within a couple days in California. Yeah, and I know, like, the the rifle company I follow on, on Facebook, um, not MSR Arms, but another one, they're like, yeah, we know <laughs> like, Oh, we're back ordered, you know? And so they're trying their hardest to keep up with it. Cause they, they're all for this right now. And I just, that was a, that was a really in a world of just crap news. That was like a breath of fresh air. I was like, Oh yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. And what sucks is I don't own one of those rifles. So I'm like, man, maybe let's just go buy a couple magazines just to, that way I have them. Yeah. If you see them, buy them. I mean, you know, um, but you know, that was good. But msrarms.com, uh, talk to Ryan, you know, build yourself your rifle. I know you're building yours and I can't wait to see it. 
Um, Should be completed hopefully soon. I mean, deer hunting season is, I I think it's actually archery season right now or coming up on it. So um, yeah, hopefully that'll get done soon. Are you still doing that? Doing what? Archery? Yeah. Okay. I just thought you haven't talked about it in a long time. Oh, I mean, it's it's still there in the closet. Haven't been shooting in a while, but yeah. if we actually get this house, I'll be able to shoot at my house. So, yeah, apparently, um, you know, Wilson is buying a house from the one and only Carol Basket. It's something like that. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but. sorry if I blew out your speakers just now, but like you know, Carol Baskin. Oof. Oof. Um, but um, but yeah, dude. Like, you know, I. Ryan's a good dude and and he's been po- I'll follow him on Facebook too. He's been posting some funny stuff lately. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. The the whole uh I came home and my AR15 was studying <laughs> up on some That's what I was, or that's what I was talking about or something. It, his yeah. his AR had glasses on and it was looking down <laughs> at like a pamphlet like laws and everything. Dude, I was laughing. I was like, dude, that's hilarious. Yeah. But Definitely check those guys out. You know, combination thinline brewing, MSRarms.com. We love both those guys. Can't say enough good things about them. And but um, also make sure you check out our Instagram because we got stuff going on all the time. Yep. We still got that uh, good old, uh, you know, contest going on. We've had like, I think 3,000 emails and not one was correct. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll have to think of a different different question. That's a pretty darn good question because we're practically giving stuff away. We are giving stuff away. You know, I mean, we're, 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 I mean, we're not like literally giving the answer to them. Yeah. Like, like, like within the, listen to the song in the beginning. How about that? Yeah. First 30 (laughs) seconds, let us know what went wrong. And then, and then email us at the real WTH show at gmail.com or what, what episode was that? Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the Raiders of the Lost Ark episode. Just listen to the song. If you get yeah. past the intro, you've gone too far. Listen again. Dang it. And and then you might have to listen to, if you've never, if this is your first time listening to this show, you'll have to listen to another episode to hear what was different. Yeah. What in the was first different? 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap, people. <laughs> 3,000 emails and not one of you guys got it right. Uh, man. man. And, and we, we were shooting some hot fire that day. We had some good insight on the, the, the snakes and the cobras and the asps. And I'm like beginning, are you guys not paying attention? Like when yeah. we talk, do you just like not focus? Yeah. Like it's almost what it feels like becoming a teacher right now, which I'll get into later. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, we're just going to get into it uh, with our cheers now. Um, it's funny because normally beginning of the show, um, I'll ask Wilson, hey, do you have a cheers? He goes, yeah. And I, and I say, okay, because I have one too. And we had the same one. Yeah. This story, do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? I don't have it in front of me. I could talk about it, but if you okay. have it in front of you. I have it in, I have it, I have it in front of me here. Um I'll I'll go ahead and take the lead on it. I'm so, totally prepared for the show. You you are. So everyone knows. You are. And then you're also wearing the same shirt you did last time by the way. Hey, you got to represent. I I'm representing with the Thin Line Brewing uh koozie. So, um the headline is a Lodi police officer saves a man from getting hit by an oncoming train. And this is, um, I read this article on two different places. Uh, this was on Placer County deputies, which is a Facebook group that I follow. 
Um, they they don't just follow Placer County. They, they do a bunch of other ones as well. But um, it says, a California police officer is being hailed as a hero after saving the life of a man who got stuck on train tracks. Um, and uh, it says, Officer Erica Urea, hopefully I said your name right, of the Lodi Police Department was driving when she saw the wheelchair-bound man trying to cross the tracks as a train approached. So we all know, like, if you cross over right where the concrete is, there's a gap there. And, like, if you're, you know, walk, the, you could get a bike tire stuck in there quite easily. Yeah. Um, and she just happened to be there. Um, and it, there was no call. She was uh, just driving by. And it says, Urea jumped out of her patrol car and rushed over to help the 66-year-old man as a railroad crossing arm started to come down. She managed to pull him from his wheelchair seconds before the train barreled past. The train appeared to clip the man's leg as Urea pulled him to safety. He was taken to the hospital and his condition is unknown. Um, I'm going to try to find the video and post it to our Facebook. Uh, literally, not even joking. Seconds. Seconds. Like, like her badge cam started like the second she got out of the car and she ran over and pulled him out. It was like a swift mood move. And all of a sudden the, the train hits his wheelchair and you know, I, and we were talking before the show, I don't know if he lost a foot or, or whatever, but they did bl like uh, blur yeah. out his, his leg area. So there might've been blood, but uh, dude, she saved his life. And yeah. I was, I was like, holy crap like i've seen a lot of videos where there's a pucker factor yeah and that's like, one of them that i was like dude that poor man had to have been crapping himself knowing that train's barreling down and there's nothing he could do yeah. because because we both know and we were kind of talking about this before if you're able to walk and you're in a wheelchair and it's stuck there but you know how some some people can't walk long distances it was like a motorized one yeah, you not, can't not walk just like a regular wheelchair. Yeah, but we all seen people like they can't like at Walmart, they can't walk long distances so they get in little carts, but they can walk to their, you know, get out of it and get to their car. They just can't walk the long distances. So if I'm stuck in a wheelchair and I got a train barreling down me, I'm stuck on the track, I'm like, crap, I'm stuck. Well, it's goodbye wheelchair. I'll just get up and walk away, let the train hit my wheelchair. This guy wasn't moving, which means uh dude, he can't move at all, which I'm guessing paralyzed um, yeah. just no functionality with his legs whatsoever and i mean i'm hoping only damage that was done was to his legs because if that was you know the only damage then you know i mean he wasn't i mean it sounds bad to say he wasn't using his legs much anyway i'm just hoping that he doesn't have a worse life than he was already given with being you know wheelchair bound but so happy that that dude's alive i mean hoping i'm hoping he's still alive because his condition's unknown but man i mean Officer Erica Urea, you're a hero. That was awesome. Yeah. And uh, I think that made the news in a couple areas, but you won't hear about it. Probably not. You'll hear about all the other stuff. But, you know, I, I, I mean, I heard about it because it's local, but this is just one of many stories of cops doing good things. Yeah. And one of the many that you don't hear about ever on the mainstream media. So that's why we bring it to you. So you can know that there's still good people out there. So, but yeah. And uh, man, that just, that video, dude, like um, if 
you've seen it i've seen it i'll try to find a a, a good copy of it and I'll, I'll share it to the to the to the facebook or the gram and stuff but it's good stuff right there you have anything you want to add to that and that's about it i mean not not too much else to add but good job yeah we're gonna cheers to you uh officer erica urea and uh all law enforcement everywhere cheers cheers so like guess so we're basically gonna be bringing up a bunch of stuff today and just throwing it into like a stew and a crock pot and put it in a way after a while because this is uh just gonna be like a you know a complain fest i almost said the b word because that's essentially what it is um but there's a couple things like that i've that i've noticed that i want to talk about and i'm gonna talk about one thing first because i'm dealing with it every day now so you and i both have kids has, have your kids started school yet yeah all of them they okay uh the other two started this week the the boy started the week prior okay how's that going for you well besides you know, if they were in school, it'd be a lot better, obviously. But I mean, I I gotta hand it to people who do homeschooling, because <laughs> it, it it's rough. I mean, right now it's not too bad because like it's the beginning, so they're not really asking for too much with the homework and all like that. But um, yeah, it's it's I can tell if it gets to where we need more from them it's going to be rough. Right. Well, so you, I'm not, I can't remember. I think I said in past shows, we, we homeschooled my daughter for quite a while and we got to a point where we just weren't able to do it anymore. Uh, work schedules got too busy. So we put her in a private school, which is great. And uh, because the school district we're in is pretty much garbage. Um, and we took her out a long time ago because there was a lot of, um, I think I said sexual harassment amongst the kids, a lot of bullying and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, what happens with life? Finances change, certain things change. We can't really afford a private school anymore. So we're, we're like, you know what, or we're going to homeschool her again. And then it just, you know, everybody with the COVID hit, there's no openings in homeschools anymore because we homeschooled through a charter and, um, so there's no openings. So we're like, well, okay, that sucks. So we put her into back into the, you know, public school, but she's doing the, the zoom stuff and literally, and, and this isn't the teacher's fault. Um, don't get me wrong. The teachers are, are, they're playing with the cards that they were dealt. Um, but this is literally um, what my daughter said on her first day of school. I go, Hey, how was your first day? She goes, oh, God, okay. First, I get in the Zoom class, and the, 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 all the boys, it's always the boys, by the way. Um, she goes, they're sitting there, and like, because you and I are talking through a Zoom chat right now. Now, on the right-hand side, there's an area where, you know, you have a little chat box where you type to each other. She says the entire time, the boys are sitting there talking about Fortnite and different games, and they're, oh, where's your gamer tag? Not paying attention, and it's, it's, distracting her because it pops up like a little like message each time someone says something and they're supposed to be participating in there. And then um, you'll hear uh, the boys will be wearing their earbuds that have the little microphone hanging off the the cable 
and they'll get really close to it. Like, it'll be like, hey, Johnny, what do you think? And all of a sudden he goes, what? What are you talking about? Like, it'll like blow out the speaker. And they do it because they think they're funny. And then a couple of the kids started like calling the teacher names, calling her the B word. I'm like, this is why I freaking hate public school. And, and, and like, first of all, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I had to like, it really discouraged my kid because she was so used to school one way. And I, I, I did tell her, I said, well, to be quite honest with you, this is more what real life is like than private school. You know, you're going to run into idiots everywhere in the public. You know, th that's just the way it is. And I said, but you know what? Keep your head up uh, because when you're a lawyer, because that's what she wants to be when you're up, when you're a lawyer, you will be getting the burgers from McDonald's that these kids are serving you because they didn't pay attention. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. You know, I said, I'm all seriously. I'm like, you know, I'm all, I'm all, I'm not going to lie to you. I was that kid when I was in school. I was annoying and I look back. Yeah. I wish I paid more attention, but it's just so frustrating. It was like uh, the same as you are now, except with hair. And I'll, you know, maybe you know, 50 pounds lighter, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, dude, I was a stud back then. It's like a six pack abs. I had the, the spiky hair with the bleach blonde tips, you know, dude, that was the man. Oh, and you, I was, you were Guy Fieri. Yeah, with money, you know, and I, and I was in a touring rock band, so yeah. Um, but then, then my daughter comes out a couple of days ago, and she's like, "Yes, this whole week has been like about me getting to learn who she is, like tell the class who she is." And it finally happened. Uh, she goes, "Yeah, they wanted us to put our pronoun." I'm like, "You're a freaking woman, or you're a man." boy or girl wow you know i might some people might I haven't, I haven't had that come up yet yeah and and, and so i i but I, i'm in a different county so you are but i was just sitting there i was like you know i mean i have my own thoughts about everything i treat everyone with respect but you know there's only two <laughs> and i said you know you know or prefer not to answer or x you know, I'm like, give me a break, man. Like, I was like, you're, you're, you're confusing the kids even more than they need to be confused. And like I said, I'm, this is all going to steamroll to a bunch of different things. And then, um, but yeah, so we just need to, our kids that are doing, you know, public school or yours is a charter school, right? One's in public. One's in public. The other two are in charter. Yeah. So how's how, uh, your son's in public, right? Yep. And how's he doing? Is it, is it, but he's been in public the whole time, right? He has. Okay. So this isn't really a culture shock to him. He's used to this. That, that might've happened to him, but I haven't heard about it yet. Cause I, he's in high school now. Right. Like this is his freshman year. So kind of sucks for him. Cause you know, freshman's like, it was a big deal when you were a kid going into high school. I was nervous, and, dude. Yeah, and now like he's just sitting behind a computer the whole right. time. So um he hasn't really talked about I mean he's been getting his work done. Well what's cool about my daughter is is I, I don't remember middle school being being like this, um, but um it she has like periods now. So she has like first, second, and third one day, and then you know, fourth, fifth, sixth the next. She's she, not she's going into high school next year though, right? No. 
No. No, we, no, we held her back. She's seventh right now. Mm-hmm. She should be eight. Okay. She should be going to high school. Okay. But but the thing is, is it, it's. I think uh, I think I started when I was in school. I think it was like that too for junior high because they wanted to get you ready for high school. Right. And, and and honestly, we we held her back for because of us, like as you know, homeschooling and teaching her. Uh, we didn't feel like we gave her enough tools to utilize. To, I mean, we could have just passed her, you know, but we would be doing her a disservice if we just said, "Yeah, you're good. Go ahead." Then, yeah. what happens when she gets to upper grade and they go, "You should have been taught all this," you know, and she's gonna feel defeated. Like, am I dumb? Am I not smart? You know, all these things. And I'm like, no, I want, I want to give her the best tools. And it's only a year, you know, she, and you know, honestly, she's kind of already caught up. So these years are, they're kind of, I think this is right where she should be anyway. It'll make it an easier transition from, you know, the school, other type of school to public school. I think so too. But yeah, it's just frustrating, man, with, with the whole, uh, you know, public school thing and how everybody's, uh, you know, learning. And, and I mean, if, if you're, if you're at home and your kids on, just make sure they're, they're paying attention and not talking about video games and stuff because they're really distracting um, their teachers and, and their students and understand that these teachers, like, first of all, these kids um, wouldn't be doing this in class during us when a teacher's talking. My daughter said that um, one of the um, kids was online, you know, zoom class. And then the mom came in the room and just interrupted the teacher and said, um, excuse me, uh, my kid has autism and I just don't know if this is the right place he's supposed to be. And I'm thinking to myself, would you walk into your kid's classroom in the middle of a class and interrupt it like that and just start spouting that? Or would you say, Hey, um, you know, send emails, say, Hey, do we have time to talk? Like, yeah, like that. That's what you need to do. Like not put everything on blast in front of everyone. Right. And what if that kid's like high functioning autistic, right? And he's just like, wow, mom, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for letting everybody know that I have autism. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, this whole computer screen, everyone with cell phones in their hands, they forget how to talk to people in normal life and, and they're rude and, and they think the world revolves around them. I'm like, man, come on people. That's a parent right there doesn't shock me you know maybe one of her other sons is one of the kids that's talking about Fortnite. who knows um but yeah man like like i hope i hope it changes i hope it gets better um i mean we'll see in november (laughs) exactly (laughs) so next thing i wanted to talk about um that you know you um we you you and i we've known each other for a long time now i think we're about 11 years now um in there yeah yeah and we played softball together many times um been in many baseball games and um i can honestly say that dude what was our um how many games did we win playing softball those years uh for the the loomis team maybe one one and then i I think i think we technically won one but something happened and we ended up we were not good not good at all right yeah that's the gist of it it took me breaking someone's nose to get them out of the game to actually get the so-called win whoa why don't i remember that story 
You don't remember that? That was the last game of the season, I think. Was that the one where the you hit the ball, the dude ran into the fence? No, 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 no. I was running home, and nobody moved the bat out of the way of the baseline. And I had to slide, but I couldn't because the bat was there. I didn't want to break my ankles, so I just ran and stuck my foot in. The dude turned his face into my forehead. Okay, now we're, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. That was that game. Yeah, that was when that happened, and I think like everyone was mad and the benches cleared and for me i was like oh it's go time i got so excited i was like dude i'm gonna go protect my boy like like but i think everyone was just out there because they're just like making sure nothing has happened and it was he it was, knew he knew it was an accident though he yeah, i think he yeah, went right he to was, the, he, he was all right with it i mean he went I, right I, to the I, hospital I, I went up to him and i was like you okay i was like i'm sorry like i could i couldn't slide like I'm not going to slide into a bat that's into your legs. Right. He was, he was also blocking the baseline too. Cause I had to step through his legs to get to home plate. So, you know, yeah, gosh, I, I totally forgot about that, man. That's, that's and, crazy. And the best part was he was the ER doctor. I do. Yeah. I remember he was a doctor. <laughs> and so he knew it was broken. I mean, dude, it was like that scene from, it was, um, it was pushed up and over. It was, yeah. it, it was almost touching one of his eyes. It reminded me of that scene from uh, Meet the Parents when the girl in the pool gets hit with the volleyball right in the face and she comes out and there's just blood everywhere. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, yeah. poor guy. It was, it was, yeah, there was a lot of blood. But I say that because we won like one game and that one game that we won, dude, it meant a lot. Like we're like, dude, we won a game. But, you know, we were having fun every game. But there was games where we lost 45 to 7. Yeah. 38 to you know, 15, yeah. you know, and you know, there, what that probably those games right there, we were really trying to play. We were really trying. We, we were not good. We were having yeah. fun yeah. and we had good people on the team though, except for EDO, except for EDO. But um, we had this guy who could tell a story, did not know how to play. And he goes, so when I hit the ball, where do I run? I go, well, first you need to run a third base, then over to your left. And then when you come back home, and then you got to run out to the pitcher's mound, then back home. Then you go over to first base, and then back home. Dude yeah. hits the ball, takes off the third base. <laughs> I was like, and everyone was hey, like, what we, are you doing? <laughs> we needed somebody to play, and we didn't want to forfeit. Yeah, exactly. He was one of those guys he called up, and you're like, like that. And dude, Nice guy, but man, guy was dumber than a box of rocks, I swear. Um, and he wore a gun. <laughs> Shocking. Um, yeah. But um, I say that because um, something that I texted you about this morning, um, there's this baseball player. Uh, I don't know what position he plays, but he plays for the Padres, right? Um, yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr. And I was, I'm hoping the Toy Stallion could chime in on this, see what his opinion is. I, I think it might be the same with us. So the other night, the Padres were playing, I think, the Texas Rangers. And they're playing in Texas, I believe. And Padres are winning. They're killing it. It's like, uh, I think at this point, the score is like 10 to 3, like eighth inning. And apparently there's this unwritten rule that, like, if you're – if, like, the bases are loaded um, and, and you have a 3-0 count, which is three balls, no strikes, you just – take the next pitch like like let it come down and let it be a strike if it is a strike because you're automatically winning right um you, you basically don't need to 
beat a dead horse and, you know, put the hurt on him that much. So next pitch comes, dude swings, hits a grand slam. And he rounds the bases. And then um, you see the manager for the Rangers come out and, like, he says something to him. And then as he's walking back to his, his uh, dugout, you see Eric Hosmer, who is a, a you know, a Padre, say something to him um, like, like, you're not supposed to do that. And then he, Hosmer, who's a first baseman, he's over there at, you know, by the, you know, Rangers dugout. And he's like saying, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him. And everybody's beating this guy up because uh, he swung and hit a grand slam. And, you know, they ended up winning the game. I can't remember how, uh, what the score of that game was, but, you know, he, he ended up, you know, he, apparently he's like killing it. Like he's just a great ball player. I kind of stopped watching baseball just because of politics, but um, everyone's beating him up and he actually comes out and he apologizes for it. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, why are you apologizing? You get paid millions to play ball to do what you just did. Let's just say the Rangers come up in the ninth inning, and this has happened many times, usually to the Giants, um, and they rally and they end up winning. And, man, only if you would have swung that bat that one more time, you know, they, they could have won that game. And there's, yeah. not that, there's not that many games in this season. And, there isn't. And, I mean, we're already, like, over halfway through, I think, right? Yeah. I think they said 60 total. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, no, man, I, I think what you did was fine. This unwritten rule is, is, is dumb and don't apologize for doing your job. And, and I bring that up because that right there is, I think the, um, I think that that written rule or unwritten rule was maybe created by people who are like, it's not fair or, you know, we all want a participation trophy just for being here. Um, what was that? Um, what do they call it in Little League? Um, when mercy rule, was it mercy rule? Yeah. Like, like, you were up by so many runs and whatever. I think you only played six innings in Little League. Yeah. And if then they you were up by so many runs in like the fifth inning, it was over. Yeah. Or uh, in, in our softball game, each team is only allowed like three home runs. If you hit a home run after that, it's considered an out. I mean, yeah. That's garbage. Yeah, it sucked for us because I'm like, man, we were getting killed. But you know what? I like watching a long ball, dude. Like, yeah, I'll be like on first base sitting there and the opposing team will hit a ball. I'm like, wow, this is going so far. You know, and I'm like, no, dude, because what makes – would you become a better ball player playing against a bunch of kindergartners? Or would you become a better kindergarten playing against a team that's actually putting their hurt on you? Yeah. That, you know, that was the whole thing for us. Like, any time we lost, yeah, it sucked. But it was like, you know what? Next time, we're going to be better. Yeah, we learned something. Yeah. I know what not to do next time. And I don't know. I, I heard about that today. And I it just, I don't know. Um, I would love to get Stallion, um, his opinion on it. Um, maybe call in Stallion and uh, let us know what you think. Just leave a voicemail. Yeah, right now. Yeah, do it right now. He's, I know he's listening live. <laughs> um, and so, you know, with, with that, you know, it, it's, I, I feel like it, it set a trend for participation trophies and like 
um, men in general, like for some reason nowadays seem like they're weak. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like a lot of men are, um, I'm not saying like our generation, like a lot of the ones coming up, I feel like they're, they're looking for handouts, you know? So right now, um, a lot of these, you know, soy boys that are out, you know, these Antifa types are out causing all this ruckus and starting all this crap and everything. And they're, they're, they're causing so much destruction, but they think they're, I don't know, manly about it. Right. And, and they're out there demanding that we give them stuff. Okay. So like, like, like they're wrong for some reason, like reparations or whatever. And this goes with, you know, black lives matter too. It's mainly black lives matter, but um, the, the organization, I gotta be specific on that. So they're up in Seattle right now. Um, and they're basically demanding that they want white people's houses. Like you need to give us your house. I'm like, no, like, did you work for it? Then why do you, what makes you think you're going to get it? And these same people in Portland, um, they basically are calling for the murder of cops in the quote unquote name of justice saying, kill a cop, save a life. Yet, you know, you don't hear about that. You just had a story about a cop saving a life. Right. And, and so, so we, we hear all this and they're supposed to be quote unquote peaceful protesters. Right. And I don't know about you, Wilson, but let's, let's just go back four years ago when we um, decided that we want to start a, start a drum studio, circle studios, which is now known as the cave. Um, we, how much, like sweat did we put into um, getting the uh, proper equipment and the microphones, the cables, redoing stuff? How much sweat did we put into that place? I, I mean, between you and I, it, it was a lot. A lot. Did we ever ask for a handout? No. We, we worked. We got what we needed in like obscure ways but i mean like everything that we we probably spent like maybe 50 dollars out of each of our pockets so a total of 100 100 dollars maybe right out of each of our pockets right and i bring that up because we have people demanding people's houses that they worked for okay their whole life they worked their whole life to get this nice beautiful house you're buying a house right now you know you're going through all the uh the headaches and everything of, of becoming a homeowner and all that stuff and all of a sudden someone just comes to you and demands it well, what have you done to deserve my house okay well with the studio you know we, we, we spent a lot of time a lot of days where we could have been doing other things um, a lot of hot days really hot days yeah, um, putting a new roof, new roof on it. I'm um, doing side jobs, getting everything going, you know, doing all that stuff. And then I hear about this, um, you know, this bill that they pass AB five, which is basically the our state is basically when AB five basically says that um, they're trying to do away with like Uber, Lyft, gig work, DoorDash, all that stuff. Which is ironic because uh, you can't go to a restaurant right now, but. DoorDash and 
Grubhub, they're the ones delivering it to your house so you could eat and keep those places, you know, in, in business, but they're going to want to do away with all this, that gig work. They're demanding that these companies provide, uh, like, uh, you know, full time and benefits. And they're trying to, under the guise of, Hey, we're going to make it better for the employee. These people that are doing these jobs, they know it's a part-time gig and they know that they're not going to get benefits. This is like a side hustle. This is on the side. Some people do it full-time. That's true. And maybe it might benefit them. But the thing is, is majority of people, they do this on the side. I did it before we brought DoorDash earlier. Uh, I had a little bit of a rough patch and I'm like, man, I, I need some extra money. I got to, you know, pay for something. I can't remember what it was. Um, I'm like, I got to pay for something. Um, I'm just going to do DoorDash for a month. Um, because I wasn't about ready to ask for money. And so I did DoorDash for a month. I made some money and I, I you know, paid for it. it. It worked out perfect. It's what it's meant for. But AB5 wants to do away with all that and say, oh, we're going to make it. Government thinks they know what's best for us. Right. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they want to do away with all that. So I see these people out there, these DoorDashers, these Grubhubbers, these Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, hustling, doing stuff, you know, you know, making money so they could put food on their table, especially who knows, maybe they got laid off from their normal job during this whole COVID thing. And this is the only income that they could get because, you know, it's still in demand and our government wants to come in and take that away. But these guys are hustling, you know, putting the same amount of effort into their life to make their life good still they have a family at home daughter whatever um and all of a sudden you have some people like black lives matter or antifa come in and say give me your house give me your thing i deserve it um no you don't i'm the one out here busting my tail making money so i could live not just have some rando come in and demand that they get what I've been working for? How does that work? And it wasn't in Minneapolis where they said, be prepared to just give up all your stuff if someone's trying to rob you? Was that Minneapolis? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I am so sick and tired of these state governments catering to these criminals. And that's what they are, criminals. Marxist, they're the real fascists. They're the ones out there strong arming everybody robbing them punch i mean i'm not sure if you saw that guy in portland get kicked in the head the other day oh yeah he's been on the news quite a bit that needs to be blasted everywhere yeah. and I'm, I'm so glad it's getting you know the acknowledgement that it's getting but they'll talk about these quote-unquote peaceful protests but they're not talking about that kid that five-year-old kid who was executed you know by that by, by that one that one guy because it doesn't fit their narrative. I'm so beyond sick and tired of all this. And, you know, I say this, I mean, I, I, I hate doing like shows where I get all heated up, but when I'm at work and, you know, I can tell you right now, work's been really, really stressful for me lately. I mean, Monday I had to come home early from work because our AC went out and I was mad about that. And, and then I hear all these stories of people out there like demanding stuff. I'm like, here I am busting my tail. And you're sitting there saying, oh, let's defund the police. Let's do all this stuff. So you can make it easier for you to just waltz into my house and take what I've worked for. Get out of here. You know, I just, 
you know, and, and there I was at work listening to all these stories while I'm at work working, doing something that these Antifa type don't know a thing about because they're still living in their parents' basement playing, you know, Super Smash Bros with their with their other soy boyfriends. And they're sitting there hey, like, oh, I'm going to take what you super, got. Super Smash Bros is a good game. It's good game. But, you know, if that's what you're only doing in your parents', parents basement, then we have an issue. Yeah, I love that game, you know. Heck, I love video games altogether. I, I played I played some video games the other day, you know, because you know what? I worked hard enough. I came home. I played a video game. Every, everybody knows what it's like, right? You go to work, come home, play a video game for a little while, but you know what? Life goes on. You got to do responsibilities. These people don't have no responsibilities. You know, they're, they're getting worked up for what? You know, and what sucks is his Antifa people and, and, and the Black Lives Matter organization are really giving – the uh people who are really um get being served in injustice they're not giving them a shot it's taken away from their actual um movement you know and it's not progressing them at all it's not it's not doing them any favors and that's what's sad is there's actually people out there that are getting you know served in injustice that are really trying and we have this baltimore um lady right now I don't know if she's currently in office, but she's running for mayor of Baltimore and Baltimore, I think is the fifth most dangerous city in America. And it is a crap hole. And she's like, uh, this is what the media wants you to believe about Baltimore. That's not that bad. She goes, let's take a walk down the streets. It's a really awesome campaign ad. And she's walking through the streets and she shows like how run down it is. And she's telling you statistics. Then she goes, let's go talk to the people who, who live here. And she's like, do you want to defund the police? And, and they're like, no, that would be ridiculous. We need more police. The crime here is crazy. We need the crime gone. And this one guy, and this is, this broke my heart. He says three of his sons were murdered. Like, I don't know anybody that was murdered, but three of his own kids were murdered. And he goes, we need more law and justice over here. And the media is just pushing this narrative that police are the bad people. I'm so tired of it. Like, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I, I hear all these stories. And like I said before, I try staying off of like, you know, news and social media and stuff. But like, it, it's, it's to that point now where I, I kind of have to pay attention because we're so close to that presidential election, which is going to be a, a, just a crap show altogether. I could tell already because, you know, we have, you know, Trump, who does his stuff, who, who, who tweets all the time. And I think if he just stopped tweeting, I think it'd be a lot better for him. Uh, Probably. Because some, sometimes he just says stuff. But we have all these people coming out. Like we have Bill Clinton the other day say something about the, the Oval Office. You know, he, he's doing the conducting stuff in the Oval Office. I'm like, um, Bill, you're not one to talk about what's going on in the Oval Office. Like, you know, did you forget about Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> um, and, you know, then you have, then like President, or not President, oh God, hopefully not. Joe Biden was being interviewed the other day by Cardi B. Yeah, what is going on with that? Come on, talk about the worst person. Have you not heard her new song? Ladies, I mean, hopefully we have some lady listeners. Um, don't let your daughters listen to Cardi B. Um, just look up the lyrics for her new song called WAP. Um, I'm not telling you to listen to the song. 
um, just look at the lyrics. Is that something you want your daughter to um, promote? I, and, I have a live update. Oh, from ooh. the toy stallion. Oh, did you text him? I did. I, oh, good, I said, good, good. This, this I is. Said, how do you feel about the Fernando Tatis Grand Slam? And he said, should have swung away. I love it. Okay, great. That's, you know, that's why I love the stallion. Even though he's, you know, he hates on me because I drink insulin. Never forget. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, I, 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 it's funny. I knew he would, he would be on the same side as that. Um, but yeah, we need to raise our kids better. And I, I, that's, and this is, I'm bringing it all back around again. Um, and the government is not the, 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 they're not there to raise our kids. It's us as parents. That's why I was talking to my mom about this the other day. Uh, my parents raised me and my sisters a certain way. And then my parents group of friends raised their kids in a completely different way, not a right way or a wrong way, just a different way. Their kids turned out great and we turned out great. But the government running your kids, that's where they get fed. Um, where here, you know, if we just, you know, like give, like if you depend on us just a little bit, you know, we could own you basically, you know, so you no, know, we'll, we'll give you, you know, $600 a week for unemployment, which I think is, is expired when they when those people were working they were making less than that so it'd be really stupid for them to go back and back and get a job because they're making more money on unemployment right so you have to make it a little uncomfortable for them to get back and get a job but people are becoming so dependent on the government to raise their kids and that's what scares me about um th this new way of schooling right now is uh like let's look at colleges why are we paying tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for college when we can just get taught it online? I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. If you really think about it, I mean, if we're going to get, if, if we're getting the same exact education, the same diplomas, the same credentials based on online, why do we need to have this big campus for it? You know, I mean, you'll still have to pay the teachers, but all that overhead for the big glorious school with the fountain in the middle, why do you have to have that? And it's, it's a huge money grab. And that's why I like Mike Rose so much. Cause he says, man, don't go to college, get a trade job, go to a trade school, learn a trade, you know, become a plumber, become an electrician. Dude, you make money doing that. Yeah. The, the power line people. Oh, Oof. we had a buddy, um, Bill who did that for a while. And I think he stopped doing it. Um, Cause he ended up getting a job with, with, with the government, but, um, but he's a great guy though. He, he, he's one of the nicest dudes. Give you the shirt off his back. I mean, just a solid guy. And, um, but he, uh, he did that. I mean, I shoot, I would do that. It seems like a fun job. I just don't do heights, you know? Um, but it's just like, like I was saying, like we need to raise our kids better pay attention to what your kids are listening to. Don't let them listen to Cardi B um, because she's not a, a good role model. Everybody she's bad. And, you know, peek in on your kids, zoom calls, make sure that other kids aren't doing things, you know, that are, are going to distract your kid and, and just be aware of what's going to have those conversations with your kid. Make sure that they don't end up, 
you know, demanding other people's houses because they were unjustified. So I don't know what you're pointing to. Oh, I, I got a, another update from the stallion. I want to hear it. Um, he, he says, you don't want someone to hit a home run. Don't throw the ball down the poop chute. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the stallion. Gosh, dang it. Man, I can't wait for the day where we could all go to a ball game again. You know, what's funny is I was actually thinking about the last episode we did, we were talking about um, going to like River Cats games. And I remember you and I specifically going to a River Cats game last year, or the year before, for one reason only was to heckle Manny Ramirez. Oh, that was a, that was a few years ago. And we got there when oh, we had good seats too. Like we we would have we would have heckled we, him. We were right by the dugout. Oh yeah, and it, and it was on, and all of a sudden they're doing the starting lineups. He was and not they, there. No, they announced him. Well, that's right, they did announce him, but and then they subbed him out right away. Yeah, and it was funny as I think everybody around us was uh, wanting to heckle him as well. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people just pay attention to your kids. This is a rough time for them. And right now, they're online majority of the time, and they're also which, which the computer is um, the number one thing that's going to stray kids away from um, being decent human beings. Um, there is when I was a kid, and I'm, I'll just be upfront with you, right? This, this is this is just Tommy being open. It's part of my testimony as well. Growing up, you know, as a young man, like we all have who are, who are men, uh, you know, we all get curious about women, right? And growing up, it, it was, you know, I grew up in an era where internet was very scarce. And if you did, it was, you know, really slow. It was like AOL. Um, but, you know, before that, you know, you had your your women magazines, your nudie magazines, and you had all that stuff and it, and it cost money. So you had to know somebody who knew somebody to even see it. Or you would turn on your TV on midnight on Skinamax and you would see it, it kind of blurred out because your parents didn't pay for that channel. So it would be like tracking like a VCR and Ooh, I saw a boob. You know, you're like, Oh cool. Like right there, you know, cause you're a male, you're curious. And it was a lot harder back then to see such things. Now it's everywhere. It's on the internet. It's you pop it online. You know, you go to your grocery store, you, you'll see a magazine right there, like a sports illustrated. Um, and I'm just speaking from the male point of view, it's everywhere. And I've, and I've, I've dealt with this situation with some of my youth group kids who've come to me, who, who, who've had some issues with these things and they're growing up in an era where that is the norm. That's, I mean, look at our parents era where, you know, you had I Love Lucy and then they couldn't sleep in the same bed in, in the room. They had two beds in their bedroom, you know, because that was, cons or I don't even think you could even uh, show a toilet on TV, right? So now, you know, it's everywhere. And then we're allowing these toxic things into our lives and are becoming second nature. So you hear these song lyrics from Cardi B's new song and you're like, oh, that's just, you know, that's normal. That's whatever. It's not normal. I don't know anybody that talks like that and it, you shouldn't talk like that. Have some dignity. And then, you know, you see how I see all these images of that guy in Portland getting his head smashed by that guy kicking him. And that that's supposedly the norm. And then we, 
we, we got to pay attention to our kids because, I mean, ultimately all these stories, except for the, well, even with the Fernando Tatis one, it all comes around kids being hurt and, oh, they're, they're winning by too much. You got to take it easy on us now. No, you know, you don't win a game and, and play that hard just to cool down. You know, look at NASCAR drivers. Do they go to like freeway speeds when they're crossing the, the checkered line? No, they're, no. They're, they're gunning it the entire time. They can beat them by 17 car lengths. That's what they're going to do. Right. They're, they're going for it. And, and you know, if, if I'm on a roll, I'm on, I'm on a streak, going for it. You know, and we, we got to raise our kids to be empowered, that they have the power to do anything. And, like, like I mean, in, in my world, I work in sales. So, you know, like the other day I had a, you know, one of my customers said, hey, I have a back end cap at, at the store. Is there anything you could do? Do I really want to make more work for myself? But then I see that I see it as work, but then I translate it immediately to dollar signs. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it because it's a little bit of effort. You know, I'll, 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 I'll go for the gut, you know, like, yeah, I'll take that my competitors display down and put mine up because they're not wanting to put in as much effort as me. So that's on them. I'm going to go in for it. I'm going to, I'm going to take it from them because that's, it's a dog eat dog world. That's what you have to do in life. And some people may say, well, that's what the black lives matter part is doing. You know, they're just going for the gut. Well, they don't deserve that. They didn't do anything. There's a difference between that and working hard and getting that stuff and theft and robbery and strong arming someone. That's the difference. So that's my screed. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got Wilson? Well, you know, I've just, enjoyed sitting here listening to you i feel like i should have I mean, just done the solo show you, then... you could have but i mean <laughs> i feel bad no, it it's it's getting to the point that you're talking about i mean people are just looking for handouts now that's what it is and i mean you and i grew up the same way you work for what you got you know you you don't expect others to give you something that you haven't earned and that's the way of life now, it, right. at least here where we are. It might not be that way across the country, everywhere, but I mean, that's that's where things are going. And if, like we talked about before, the silent majority, they don't speak up, this is going to be our new normal. Yeah. And it, that's something that needs to change. And I don't like that. I I... I was, I mean, you said it on the last episode really brilliantly how, what was it, uh, Betsy Ross's grandparents went to a Dodgers game and then they'd go to like a grocery store or whatever the same day or a restaurant and they saw some Dodgers Post players. Office. Post office. Yeah, you saw them working he, there. He worked with with players. I mean, I, I've had, there was one point in my life where I had two, three jobs. It was tough, but it paid the bills, man. It, 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 it wasn't easy. And I'm, I thank God every day that I could provide for my family by working one job and have the weekends off right now. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm very blessed in that, you know, and I just, cause there's a lot of people that don't have those jobs right now, but they're out there and, and no one ever said, and that's one thing my dad always said when he goes, Hey, life will not be easy. And dude, it hasn't been, but he says, but you know what? Sometimes you're just going to have to just, you know, suck it up. 
Yeah, and, and then that feeling of fulfillment you get when when everything ends up working out and you made it happen. Like a lot of people nowadays, they aren't going to get that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's and, and like some people like I don't know how um, your dad raised you, but like my dad, you know, he, he was the type of guy like because he was my baseball coach and he was just like, you know, I would hurt myself. I'd start crying. And you know, I was like 25 when this happened. Um, <laughs> but, but he would say like, you know, um, walk it off. Um, I mean, it, it sounds harsh. He'd be like, Hey, are you, are you okay, man? I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm good. He's all, okay, just walk it off, walk it off. You know, it wasn't coming from like a, I'm strict, you know, but he's just like rub some dirt in it, you know, basically, you know, get back up on that horse. Don't let it beat you up. And I remember when like I stopped working at the County and I, dude, it was just the time of my life where I just felt, I, I talked about this on the past episode. I was just defeated. I was just defeated as a person, defeated as a male. You know, I just felt like garbage. And he goes, Hey man, like you're going to be fine. He goes, it wasn't for you. Get back on the horse. What are you going to do? You have a family. You just going to cry about it your whole life. Or are you going to go out, get another job? And, and it put it in perspective. I was like, you know, you're right. And it took me a couple of years to finally get over it. But, you know, you, you got to provide for your family and not just expect people to take care of you the whole time. That's yeah. from when, that's from when you're old, <laughs> like yeah. really, really old. And the same thing happened to me. Like I was, I was on patrol. That was what I wanted to do and didn't work out. I ended up getting another job and it's something that I was like, I will never do this ever, but now I'm doing it. And it's, like it, it's it's a job that I enjoy going to. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I drive an hour and a half every day to work, not not because I have to. Like, yes, I have to for this job, but I'm choosing to go there. Right, you could always work somewhere else if you wanted I to. I could, I could. I have the opportunity to go somewhere else that's closer, but I enjoy what I'm doing where I'm at. So. And, it's, and it's, what's funny about that whole thing is like. I don't have, a, I mean, at one point I had a, I mean, shoot, at one point you and I both had a job where we could go to a party and we, we would have like crowds around us asking us about our job when we were both working for Loomis because it's a very interesting job. Yeah. I mean, who else gets to work with a million dollars? I mean, a million dollars. You see that every day. Who else gets to do that? Try, try like hundred million. Yeah. 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 And, and people are like, have you seen the, a million dollars? Well, yeah, I saw it like five minutes ago. Yeah. And they go, have you seen a hundred million? Well, five minutes ago. Yeah. Like, like, do you ever feel like, st the one question I always say, do you ever feel like stealing it? Well, no. No. It's Why? not mine. It's not mine. I'm a, where do you work? They go, Best Buy Mall. Do you feel like stealing a computer? No. Exactly. It's not yeah. my money. I don't feel like going to prison for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, but. Well, of course, you might get released now in California. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is is you know with, with, with that you know you have a job that you like i have a job that i like my job isn't glorious i sell frozen pizzas for a living but you my know my job's definitely not glorious not glorious at all in the least <laughs> i mean being stuck in that easter bunny costume just really Serious. i mean you lucked out this every, year though every season you gotta change costumes yeah the yeah. whole ordeal yeah, wait, wait, wait till Kwanzaa, dude. Oof. 
<laughs> Ate that menorah costume. <laughs> Wait, that's not Kwanzaa. Uh, what is that? Um, oh. <laughs> what, is, what is the Jewish one? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Okay. Hanukkah. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wear that. You look like the, the candelabra from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> when I say Kwanzaa. I think Kwanzaa Luminier. is. Luminier. Yeah. I think the Kwanzaa is, a, is the same holiday and Christmas time. I got this mixed up. But yeah, I mean, I, I actually enjoy my job. I, I, I mean, I don't drive an hour and a half. I drive 45 minutes to work every day and it's a good drive. And I just listen to podcasts. I get prepared and I, I love the people I work with and I work in the frozen area, which is kind of good right now because it's hot as anus out here. You know, what did, what did the stallion say many episodes ago? It's hotter than Satan's. What is that? What he said? Paint. That's yeah. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> it's hotter than Satan's taint out here. I was like, I was like, okay, I got to use that. So yeah, I used it, but you know, I actually enjoy what I do. And that's what matters is, is that you're happy with what you're doing. You don't want to have like a job where you're just, you're, you're dreading it. Like when and, I work. And if you're not happy, that gives you drive to, to get a job that you are happy with. Right. Not happy with your score in a baseball team. There's your drive to maybe score more or try harder or, you know, maybe not swing at every pitch, you know, yeah, don't and, rely on other people to do what you can do. Exactly. And, and that's, that's the kind of the ultimate, I get, think takeaway from this is, you know, we all have the power to do, you know, what we want in life. And, and I know it's cliche to say, you know, when you were a kid and, you know, you, you'd be like, I want to be an astronaut. Well, you could be whatever you want to be. Well, yeah. Dinosaur. <laughs> you're dumb. Um, <laughs> I want to be a chicken. Um, <laughs> Sky is falling. <laughs> well i mean you'd be like one of those kids like on, on on the zoom call man you know but i mean i mean there's there's kids out there like i want to be uh you know the best video game player okay so you like video games you could be a video game creator that that's a big thing that i've been going through with my oldest like he, that's that's all he cares about is video games tell him okay you realize right now when you're in school you you need a lot of school to be able to go and like be involved with the making of or the creating of a video game so you need to do good right now to be able to look forward to the future right and if that's what you like if, if he's interested in video games he could work with video games he could create them yeah he could be a coder yeah you know just like you know if if i um man, I, I love driving cars. I, I just love it. Become a mechanic. You're working with the thing that you love to do. Yeah. And, and where they say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And, and we've talked about this multiple times. If, if something's not going to work out, it won't, you know, don't get discouraged. Just take it and learn from it. That's like, I think my anthem for 2020. Yeah. It, you know, and I think that's why I get so heated on this episode is um, because I'm actually out there trying to better my life and do certain things and keep hitting a dead end and try to make it happen. And then I'm hearing other places where people aren't doing that. They're just demanding that it happens and falls in their lap for them. And that's pathetic. 
it's really pathetic and i and the media is showing that that's the norm and i'm like i don't know man i i look back and i keep wondering like man what would my dad say if he was still alive and what would he say about what's happening right now i think he'd be i think he'd say the same exact thing i'm saying i think he'd be disgusted by the way some people are acting yeah it's just it, it's it's sad you know you know, we have like people like the stallion who, who, who's a, a father and a husband. And, you know, he's, I don't know if he's striked right now on, on a fire, but you know, there's, he could just all of a sudden just up and go out of fire and be there for a month, you know, and, and go fight a fire. And, you know, but when he comes home, you know, all that hard work pays off in the end, you know, cause you know, they could take a nice family vacation or he'll have like a week off with his family. And, you know, I love seeing the pictures of his, of his camping trips and stuff. I'm like, man, you know, he's seeing the rewards for the hard work. And I think that's a lot. I think people want to see the rewards without the work. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you're going to have to get it somewhere. It's not just going to be given to you. So, but I mean, that's all I got, dude. That's it. I think it was good. I mean, speaking the truth, speaking you know, some fire, right <laughs> hot fire. Yeah. Some lava lantula fire. <laughs> so, yeah. So I don't know what the next episode is going to be about. Um, I think we're going to go back into our regularly scheduled program, you know, something fun. Uh, we still want to do point, con- we, we got conspiracies. In, yeah. No joke. I, and I've got more now. Like, <laughs> Like I yeah. just, I just keep listening to more and oh man, I have I have KGC. the same one KGC KGC yeah Kevin Garnett James what it's James C you said C huh yeah Kevin Garnett Carter yeah, okay I want to no. say James no. no Knights of the Golden Circle oh I love that I love, love that why does it sound familiar it sounds like the Kingsman movie no no no. Knights of the Golden Circle. I don't know. This this has to do with uh, our neck of the woods. You're scaring me, dude. Like all these places, like, you know, that are happening up in our area. Yeah. Um, I like it. I I think I want to, I think next show you should come to me with some conspiracy theories and I want to come to you with a true crime. Okay. Because mine has audio. I'll pull an audio file. And we'll we'll dissect it. And I I can just talk about the the conspiracy theories that I have in my head right now. Okay, okay, we'll save it for next show. That's that'll be next show. Plus, we'll have more to talk about about uh, how we are going to get first place this Friday at trivia. Oh, at I think Line we Brewing. are. Uh, Morticia is. I mean, there's one good thing about having four kids. You watch a lot of cartoons. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Especially on trivia night when it talks about cartoons, it's so <clears throat> it's so funny coming to your house. I remember, <laughs> I remember one of the first times I came I came to your house. Um, your your oldest daughter, she was she was young. She's probably as old as your youngest daughter right now. And uh, I go, um, I walk in the house, and you know I'm I'm so used to working with you at Loomis and everything. And then right when I open the door, all of a sudden I hear, I can't hear you. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what the heck? And then she's just sitting there watching the cartoon. It's, it's blasted music. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. My, my daughter, she never really watched. She watched Yo Gabba Gabba and, and, the, and the Upside Down show, which I actually thought was kind of cool. 
Jack's big music show. Oh, that's that's one that I love. They only had one season though. Which one? That that's it. Jack's big music show. Oh yeah, I still remember the the theme song. Dum di dum di dum di dum day. So come on, everybody, clap your hands. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I we we actually have the DVD <clears throat> of that whole season. Oh man, do you ever watch Word yeah. World? What? Word World? No. I always crack me up because <laughs> there's the animals are shaped like letters, and then it goes like. It's time to build a word. Also, there's a song that comes on, and the song has like this deep bass that comes out. It goes boom, like boom. an 808. Yeah, it goes boom, 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 like that. I'm like, Ooh, this song, this song has some beats to <laughs> yeah. it. And 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 the, and the lyrics, it. the lyrics go, "It's time to build a word. Let's build it. Let's build it now." And then my daughter, she was so young, she's so used to hearing my 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 music that I was to do where it's screaming and everything, and she goes. She goes, it's time to build a word. Let's build it. Let's build it now. <laughs> she just screaming. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. So, you know, yes, Satan. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh I don't know, I man. I don't know how well I'm gonna do on cartoons. I, I was telling uh Morticia um that I uh I was pretty good at the uh Ninja Turtles. Uh yeah. I watched that and I watched the Batman series. I love the Batman oh, and Animaniacs. I loved and Looney Tunes, so, man. So I got a little inside info. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So there's going to be three rounds. Like last time? First round, pre-80s. Okay, so that's going to be Looney Tunes because that's before I was born. Yeah. And then second round is going to be like up to the 90s, I think. And then third round is going to be more like 2000s. Okay, so you guys might have the 2000s nailed down because you have current kids that are watching cartoons now. Yeah. Uh, the, The middle one... I think we're going to, you know, ring it in the second and third round. The yeah. first round, I might not do that good at. Because um, I, I know, like, Looney Tunes, um, you know, and then, like, Disney and stuff like that. I, I can't remember what else was pre-80s. Like, if there's anything else. I think it was just Looney Tunes and Disney, wasn't it? Warner- Something like that. I Warner- don't know. We'll, we'll see. Usually, I get a preview because I'm not going to be there. But he just he just gave me a preview on the topics. So. Oh, the topics? Okay. Yeah. Any chance you know what the uh, icebreaker question is? Like the the the, t- the tiebreaker? Yeah, tiebreaker one. I have no idea. Oh dang it! Last time was hard, but it was like, how much money did Titanic bring in? Yeah. And then I'm I'm sitting there, domestically or or you know global, you know like like I knew the answer, and he, I think he said uh, domestically. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. I have uh, no idea. Five hundred thirty-two million. I'm, I'm like I'm like hey, hey Morticia, bring, get out your phone, get out your phone yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't use your phone, yeah. Real player. Oh, we did. Was well, we were actually quite honest because there's one question uh, we wrote. I, I said before we want we checked the answer um, while the game was being played, but we wrote down what we thought it was beforehand, and we just basically said we're not going to erase it, and we yeah. didn't erase it, and we, and we we were honest. We got we kept the wrong answer. We were yep. actually pretty far off. Actually, it was that Tupac one. Tupac. It was the Tupac and was it uh, above the rim? Above the rim, and we said hoop dreams. Yep, yep. Yeah, we, we, we were – and then I think originally I said white man can't jump, but I'm like, not Snipes and Woody Harrelson, man. Come on. Yeah. And Rosie Perez. What? What? <laughs> I got this. Uh, yeah. I remember, still remember, though, the uh, the scream question. I was like, oh, dude, I'm going to 
I'm gonna like be like teacher's pet on this one. Um, Scott, do do you need to know his do you, name? Do you want the actual name or the you know, actor's name? Multiple people. The guy that and, uh... the guy that voiced him. You want the character names, and so he's all right. All three. I'm like technically four, but okay. Okay. <laughs> we got and then, this. And then he's and then he came over. He wasn't me. He goes, yeah, you got it right. I'm all. You're not gonna give me any points for the other ones. He goes, no, I'm all not impressed. Okay, whatever. Well, <laughs> <laughs> everyone else would think that's awesome. So. Yeah, so check them out. <laughs> yeah, it's so, fun. Um, but yeah, I got um, some rotisserie chicken going on right now. So you know what I'm yeah, saying? I got some, you know, ahi tuna to eat. All right, I'm on my way. Okay. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. Um, like I said, we're going to come back. I think next week we're going to – Wilson's going to bust out a few um, conspiracy theories, which I think will be some fun. Some of my favorites, yeah. And we'll talk about those. And I'm going to talk about – I think one of my favorite true crime stories that's still unsolved and get you guys' take on it. It's pretty interesting. It's a well-known case in the true crime community, but not really well-known amongst, um, you know, people that really don't listen to true crime podcasts. Um, so uh, follow us on all the social medias, um, Instagram, Facebook, untapped. Um, we will the have real WTH. Yeah, absolutely. Um, our untapped um, will have our our beer on it later today that we rated the WTH beer. And then um, again, if you want to reach out to us, um, you can email us at the real WTH show at gmail.com or call us at 916-259-3030. Um, what else do we have? MSR arms. Check yeah, them out. Definitely. Um, and then, uh, you know, make sure you use that WTH five code at checkout um, for 5% off. And like Wilson said, last show people are using it. So they are take advantage of it. Use it. It's offered to you. Yeah. And then check out thin line brewing as well. So that's all I got, brother. That's all I got. So um, yeah, man. Uh, Until then, ladies and the men, Jay, I will talk to you then. or I'll talk to you another time. Joe. Stop it! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode of Your Mom. Okay, take two. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Well, oh, okay, well, I'll take three. three. Clap. Clap.